You are listening to 101.5 UMFM Broken Headphones Podcast Which is a podcast of Studio 393 and Graffiti Art Programming On this week's episode we interview Prince Edward Island Now Nova Scotia based Lavender Worked with DJ Moves for the Project Raw And just put out a project uh, with Nemo entitled warmth two different sounds influenced by skateboarding kanye west (laughs) uh just different styles witchcraft all sorts of things so now she sits down with sapphire osani tell her story on the east coast hello you are listening to the broken headphones podcast on UFMFM 101.5. I am your host, Sapphire McLeod, and today we'll be interviewing the one and only Lavender. Stick around, stay tuned, be blessed. I was looking at her Insta. Sis, sis. <laughs> it's so dope. Um, I feel like part of being an artist is like the how open you can be with your expression, like within the music and also within like other mediums. So I was looking at the fits. Can you tell me like, just the amount of fun that you have like expressing yourself creatively like through the clothes? Oh my God. Like I love, love fashion. And well, I remember like being younger and stuff, you're kind of, you're trying to find yourself. And I really, I dress like kind of like really girly often, but then in the last few years, like I just started experimenting and like, I realized that like, I like things that are usually more comfy, but it just kind of goes by the day because I feel like I used to restrict myself a lot with what I would wear because I put myself in this box with this label. And then now I just kind of look at it like, anyone can wear whatever the hell they want to wear like at any given time. So that's been really fun because I just wake up and I'm like, what do I want to wear? But like, I do try to make it kind of edgy just because that's kind of how I am. So I like, I'm an Aries. So I like to just show up and be like, Hey, this is it. (laughs) That's so cool. And I feel like that translates into your music as well. I feel like I can't pigeonhole it into like just one sound. So like, how would you describe like the sound of your music? And yeah, how would you describe like, the, the sound of your music? Okay, so I actually, I've been asked this a few times and I, I honestly don't know because like I said about clothing where I try not to really like put myself in any one area, I do, like you totally were right when you picked up on that. Cause like I do do that with music as well. Cause like, I'm always trying to do different things. Like a lot of the music I have out right now, it's, it was like the warmth album that I just put out. Um, that was different than what I was originally doing, which was more like hardcore underground rap. And then warmth was like a lot more warmer, but now I'm just kind of working with everything. So I honestly don't know what you compare it to, but I literally put no restrictions on it. And I just let my soul talk through my body like every time. No, that's so wicked. Because that reminds me of like, or that line of thought reminds me of artists like Janelle Monet, right? Where it's like, my sound can be anything. I can be orchestral if I want to one day, or I can be like really like funky another, Mm -hmm. or like rock and roll, we're going to take it all the way back. So be it, but it's still me. And it's cool because, like, I feel like 
that's the most achievable or comes off the best when it is coming from your soul. And then it has like all the insights, you know? You're right. You're right. Because that's the essence of all of it. Like at the end of the day, it's kind of something that I've, it's taken me a long time to realize that it's like, it's so important that we just don't like, we don't water ourselves down at all. Like we just, we go out there and we be like whatever we are. Like I was so support people that just like do what they are here to do because it's like, we need that. Everyone needs those different like um, qualities about people and things to add to the world and stuff. No, for real. I feel like um, even right now in this moment of Black Lives Matter and the movement that's happening right now, everyone operating within like their area of expertise or their area of passion and like putting forward their time and like a little piece of themselves in this moment has been really cool to see. And so like what's been happening in like PEI? Um, In PEI actually, we had like a really um, big Black Lives Matter rally that we had, like a march. Um, and there was a lot of people that I'm friends with, like the Black Cultural Society, Tamara Steele, um, and Daniel, he had put it on. There was lots of public speakers and it was like one of the most beautiful things that I've seen happen on the island for Black culture because there were so many people there. Like I was actually talking with my friend Fat Matt about this the other day too. And we were like, we were blown away because the amount of support, the amount of people that were there with their children as well, their young children, like showing them like what it is, what the future looks like. Like it was really beautiful. And a lot of people shared their stories. Um, and I know I wanted to be, um, up front sharing my stories and stuff too, but I was having like a little bit of a hard time during that time. So I was at the merch, but I wasn't like, I wasn't as present as I wanted to be up there sharing some of my experiences because growing up on PEI, I have experienced quite a bit of, you know, racism and at school and, you know, in the workplace, but it was, it was beautiful to hear everyone's stories. And I definitely was moved to tears on more than one occasion from that. No, for sure. I feel like what makes them so beautiful. And like, honestly, you did your part by like showing up by being present. Because, like, existing in this moment in time as, like, um, Black people or as just a person, really, mm-hmm. um, I feel like this is a matter that touches the heart so long as you let your heart be open to it, point mm-hmm. blank, period. Um, so right? And so it has everybody feeling a type of way. Like, I remember, I almost didn't go. We had one in Winnipeg. 20,000 like 20, plus people showed up. It's it amazing actually crazy and it was no it was just a beautiful experience and like I'm really glad like like you that um beyond my feelings I was able to bring my body there you yeah because it's, it's a huge piece of history and it's like you know it really is it really is a huge piece of history that's nice that we were actually there you know we have that memory now forever and you know it leaves its mark on us right and for future generations. Exactly. I introduce our second co-host, we got Osani Balkaran, the OB in the building. Yeah. What's good? What's good? What's that? Hey. But yeah, no, it's, it's been really, really cool. Um, I feel like, how has it like, like, 
maintaining your art, maintaining um, a sense of like balance during this whole COVID moment, the whole Black Lives moment, and having like these two things kind of like happen simultaneously, and like almost like one being a catalyst for the other in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what have, what have been things that you've done to like keep yourself grounded in your practice? Well, I have to be honest with you when I say that um, even before these things happened, I had a problem with balance anyway. So that's something that I've been trying to always work towards and it's taken me years and years really. But um, I was actually self-isolating before even COVID happened because like I just like live in my house basically and I'm like, I have everything I need here so I'm not going to go anywhere. But <laughs> but um, honestly, like I said earlier, like yoga is definitely my go-to um, and I've been doing a lot of reading. Um, and a lot of like magical arts and stuff. <laughs> what are you reading? Um, I have a few different books. I usually read up on like occult stuff. I like, I like alchemy and magic and stuff. So I've been doing like a lot of that, like esoteric studies and stuff. So it's all that kind of thing. Wicked. Wicked, wicked. All right. Obi, what's good? What you got for us? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I listened to to your record. It was pretty cool. I really I really liked it a lot. It was um, beats on there were super yeah super weird and like uh, pretty yeah, yeah it, was, it was cool. It's like um it was like being in a whole other world. Uh, I'm just wondering like who your inspirations for are when you're rapping because I, I feel like I know, but <laughs> I just want to know from yeah. Um. Well, actually, I so my inspirations for rapping um. You know, I really like Anderson Pock. I really like Kendrick Lamar. I'm, I'm a huge Kanye West fan. Like, he, yeah. <laughs> late, late Registration was the very first album that I ever purchased, like, as a child. And so, like, that really, really shaped my rap style, especially, like, now as I'm moving away from the more underground rap kind of thing and moving towards, like, a, a warmer sound, sort of. Like, it's definitely it. You guessed it, did you? Yeah, yeah. I I love Kanye, so I was like when I was listening, I was like, oh yeah, I can hear like <laughs> yes, <laughs> But yeah, I mean they they're a huge inspiration, uh, those guys for sure. Um and I mean I like um Cezar as well. Mm-hmm. And like kind of like FK Twigs, Meyer vibes. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, as uh, yeah, I was reading about your old uh, or I was read read one of your other interviews, and it said your name before was a kid named uh, that kid Rosa. Yeah, where, that kid Rosa. Where was that from? Like, where's the inspiration for that name? Okay, so both my grandparents passed away in the last few years, which I was really close with. So I I had called myself like, um. Story Shakur first is what I called myself. Then I switched to Princess Cheech, and then then I switched to Dad Kid Rosa. And the Dad Kid Rosa was like my grandfather used to call me Kid all the time, and then my grandmother's name was Rosalie. So then I just thought like it kind of worked, and I kind of liked the way the DKR sounded when it went together. But eventually, I just ended up changing it. <laughs> cool new name, school. I like it a lot. You. it's my aura color so it's one of my aura colors lavender and magenta is the other one and so i have more magenta but lavender just sounds better so that's why i chose it cool, cool. <laughs> well you got some more questions sapphire i really do 
like, I really <laughs> so like um we're talking about like being being like um true to self and having that come out in your um art when you were saying what was the first name that you mentioned with the Shakur? Oh, Story. Story, Story. Shakur. And so, like, it was really cool. I was prepping to talk with um, someone, and I believe I you guys did a collaboration. Love someone. Love someone. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I was wondering if you could give me, like, a little bit of, like, insight on, like, the collaboration process and, like, what that was like. Okay. So, someone, I only met her, um, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, because, but we had been working together for a while, um, because DJ moves with shower from where I'm living now. Um, I've been working with him for a while, like recording in his studio. And he's like, yo, like I found this super dope chick. Her name's someone. And I think you guys should collab. And so he played some of her music to me and that was like, and lapping. Um, on that as well and um, we also have some plans in the future to do some work together that I don't really spoil anything yet but we definitely will but she's like such a sweetheart like I love someone we totally vibed like right away I, I can I can see it I can see it because um, the title of the track was like girl stand up right yeah that's right yeah, yeah girl step up girl step up girl step up and it was like really cool just like y'all went so hard on the track the boom bap vibes and it was just like it was really really cool just to hear um female mcs just yeah. go in and like still support each other like right it's right. actually wild it's actually wild um we didn't have to have like a remy ma Nicki minaj situation for y'all both to get your shine like y'all both no. Uh, you both yeah. pulled up on the track and like laid it down i just respect i had to give you respect thank you i super appreciate that and we were actually talking about that while she was i could take up while she was down and um she was saying like how she was a little unsure at first how things were going to go because a lot of her experiences with other female mcs have been negative because they seem to like you know they must see her as a threat and, you know, want to like, comes with obviously, right? Cause she's so talented. She's so smart. She's so beautiful. It's like, she's definitely got it going on. And like, some people just can't handle that, but it's like, can we not just put our differences aside and try to work together? It's like, since when does everybody just have to friggin' hate each other? Like it makes things so much worse. Like I don't get it. Yeah. Like the fact that you're saying that you guys both had like such a fun time on the collab definitely comes through in the song. Definitely. Well, prepare for more because we're definitely doing some more shit together. So, or stuff. I'm ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> and then, like, I was wondering. Um, well, I guess uh, Obi will have more questions about production. But I was like wondering, who who produces your beats? Like, is that you or? No. So actually, like, I do work on like some music myself. Like, I'm getting into producing. My boyfriend. Um, his name, he goes by the name Eli Brooks. He's a producer and also a rapper. So it's like, I low-key, he works with Fruity Loops. I work with Ableton. So like, I'm low-key learning like slowly, but I don't make my own yet, but I am planning to in the future. But right now, um, my first album, Raw, was with Brian Higgins, like DJ Moves, like my friend of mine from Kuro. 
And then my uh, second EP there with my friend Nemo, those are by him. Okay. Um, and I mean, I've got tons of friends that make music, so it's really been a cool experience because just getting out on the scene and just like being immersed in that and just looking around and seeing like all the artsy people around, like it's really, it's really cool. Like something that I can't even put into words because being like where I'm from, like in PEI and like Summerside area, it's like arts were kind of frowned upon in a career type deal because people just want you to go out and get a real job. You know what I mean? So when I actually started getting into making music and like realizing how many people successfully do it, you know what I mean? It's not out of reach. Like it was an amazing feeling. For real. It's definitely not out of reach. And like, there's so many different um, avenues that you can go into like within the so there's really a spot for yeah. everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Need to let the kids know, man. They got to know that. Art is totally attainable. Like it is. You just, you've got to just let your light shine through and be your authentic self. And like, you know, a little bit of talent totally goes a long way. <laughs> Let's go, Obi. <laughs> yeah, that totally. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I was going to ask, did you, but you, for your record, you sort of um, chose different beats, right? Like, yeah. Um, which one are we talking about raw or warmth? The um, recent one? The recent one, yeah. Okay, yeah, warmth. That would be one. Yeah. So you so like some beats were from uh Fat Mac, right? And then some beats no no, no. No, actually, so the recent one that I did warmth was all the beats were by my friend Cedric Galant, who goes by the name DJ well producer Nemo with two eyes. He lives in Charlottetown and he is like super talented. He also raps too. Um the name Marquise and the Squid. Shout out. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Wait, uh, so what do you, so when someone asks, like, what do you do? Do you just say, like, uh, I'm a rapper? Because I've started doing that recently. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, at first I would be like, oh, what do I do? But, like, I worked in PEI and I worked in the greenhouse where I grew cannabis um, with my boyfriend. He actually got me a job at Bigger. Shout out. So dope. Um, and I, no pun intended, but, like, I loved it there. So I worked <laughs> greenhouse so sometimes when people would ask me that um I would be like well I grow cannabis but like I also rap but like now you know I'm back to not having a job again and I love rapping so I'm just like yeah like I'm a rapper I've done enough shows now that I feel like it, that it fits <laughs> uh cool is it ever awkward or is it like always pretty smooth well honestly sometimes it can be because some people like don't know how to take that right because yeah. it's still kind of like not totally accepted so it's like they think i'm like bullshitting or they think i'm just being like yeah okay like you know? <laughs> but i'm like okay after that or what else do you do yeah exactly that's exactly it like they just skim over it kind of thing and i'm like no that's <laughs> that that <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I really, I really like the, uh, the records that, that you put out. There's this one lyric that says, um, I cannot preach if you don't hear first. Uh, mm. Wondering how do you know what, when someone is ready to listen to, to what you got to say? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a good question. Um, well, so I've had experiences with speaking my truth and having people not, um, just not be ready for it, not be open for it at all, right? And causing rifts and things. But I've honestly been quite the feeler most of my life. 
So I definitely consider myself an empath. So I do read people's like the room and I do very subtly th see things in people's like body language, like on a minute level that kind of all translates into like what's going on in their, in their mind kind of, or like how they're feeling. So honestly, it's been easy for me to kind of know when to say what and how to say it a lot of my life because I kind of have that ability, but mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. When I wrote that, though, I was channeling because some things that I just write, I just literally will sit there and I'll just not think about it and I'll just write and it comes out. So to me, that's like channeling and that's something that came out, but it totally applies, right? Whether it's just subconsciously that it's coming out or, you know, message from spirit, but like that's what came out <laughs> and it fits. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. cool. I'm past it to Sapphire. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it's really, really cool. So, like, um, I'm thinking about, like, artists like um, Janae Ankle or, or even, um, or other folks who have, like, who are very spiritual and, like, in their own personal practice and find ways of, like, implementing that into their music. So, like, yeah. what are ways that you feel, like, being who you are and like having your own spirituality and your own sense of like orienting yourself in like the world how mm -hmm. how does that come across in your music or how do you like infuse it whether deliberately or like unintentionally well um so previously it used to kind of happen unintentionally i've started to realize that it's like people are starting to enjoy what i you know what i do and so i feel like it's definitely one of my duties to like share my knowledge. And so I've been trying to like make it so that the things that I do say now on the record are like a lot more shifted towards what I think collectively a lot of people should at least hear, you know what I mean? Like at least be aware of type deal. Um, but yeah, so I've definitely tried to do that a lot more these days um, on purpose. <laughs> It does happen anyway, but like Salon said, nothing without intent, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's so dope. I just uh yeah, I was wondering what your favorite process is for, for making a song. Like do you like researching like like something like right before you're about to do it, or do you like mm -hmm. sort of like go into the studio and whatever comes out comes out, or do you like just like make something, sit on it for a while, just think about it really hard, and then go back and like, what's your favorite process of doing it? Because you are like, <laughs> yeah. So, so my favorite process, which um, I've been doing this now for like a couple of years, like seriously. So it's like, I'm starting to kind of figure out what I, how I work and then also experiment with other things. And I used to just kind of go in and do it. And that's kind of still the way that I do because mm -hmm. I feel like oftentimes the very first things that I think of are the best things. So it's like, I just get in there and I try to feel the music and write. But um, oftentimes before I go into the studio, I already have the beat. So what I like, what my ritual usually is, is like, I like to write at night. So I'll get, I'll smoke like a J and then I'll sit in my room and I'll just listen to the beat. And then I'll just like zone in and get in this like, zen area and just you know pull from the heavens and see what i can get cool <laughs> <laughs> okay. wicked, wicked. 
Yeah, well, if you ever if you ever come to Winnipeg, if you ever come to Manitoba, you skate on over. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so dope. Like it'd be it'd be really cool to to link. Like, right, I would love that. I'll totally let you know. I'll definitely let you know. You'll be the first person because I don't know. I don't know anyone else there. <laughs> so I'll talk to you. <laughs> All right, I. Thank you. This is um, Broken Headphones Podcast on um, FM 101.5 FM. Thank you, Lavender, for being such an amazing guest. It was so oh, fun interviewing you. Thank you, Belkaron, and to all of our listeners joining in. Um, bless. Thanks, you guys. Peace, love, and hip-hop. <laughs> all right, I stopped the live stream. I stopped the live stream. Um, that, that was great. Uh, uh, I hope you had a good time there, Lavender. I and, did. I had an awesome time. That was great. Good. Um, Sapphire and Osani, you had all your questions out that you wanted to ask, basically. I got my Osani. I'm so sorry. Did you have anything else? Because Osani, your mic's off, by the way. Buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm still recording. I just took off the live stream, so I mean, I could go and edit. Do you have any more questions? Because I could. I could just add it to uh, when I'm doing the edits. I was just going to ask, like, what, what are you listening to recently? Like, Oh, okay. What am I listening to recently? So um, I have, so I always bounce around because I love different genres. Like, my favorite being hip-hop and heavy metal, though. Like, I really like thrash metal. But right now, I've been listening to a lot of, like, alternative indie music. Um, and so I've been listening to like, um, glue trip and like, um, God, I'd have to like pull up my Spotify, but just today I started listening to old Kanye again, because I just like, I know he's going through some stuff and I mean, I don't really know how much of what's going on is legit from the media, you know, cause I, you know how they can be tricking you and shit, but um but i've been listening to old kanye and always schoolboy q because i love schoolboy q but <laughs> did you hear the sunday choir like kanye record or um honestly i don't know yeah i, I just yeah. found out about it recently apparently like when he had those things with like all that choir stuff he like mm -hmm. recorded it and it's on uh and it's on spotify but it's not under kanye's name it's under sunday choir yeah oh my god I'm I need this so bad right now. Thank it's you. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, check that cool. out. Are you pumped for his new album? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know how pumped. I mean, I really like Jesus. Uh, I kind of like Jesus King. It was a little underwhelming. <laughs> I really well, like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you? Are you pumped for it? No, I'm super excited because I heard I heard that one like snippet of the song Donda that he put out on his mom's birthday. And um have you guys heard that? Because it's really good. Like it reminds me of old Kanye. Like, you know, it reminds me of like beginning stuff, like Jesus Walks type Kanye. So like mm. I'm like pumped because I'm like, I need this album so bad right now. Like I just I want to see it. I want to hear it. <laughs> so you guys need to check out Donda while you're, you know, kicking around. Graduation as old Kanye, or do you think that's like new Kanye? Graduation is that old or new? I feel like it's kind of right in the middle, because it's yeah. like um the later it's like the later sorry wait how do I yeah the later stages of 
old Kanye before he like transitioned into new Kanye. It's like he's like eighty five percent old Kanye, like <laughs> yeah, almost almost new Kanye. Yeah, it's, I, I really I started listening to Graduation quite a bit, and I actually kind of like it because yeah, it's like it's a good balance before he gets too like easy and too into himself. That's, that's my yeah. boyfriend's favorite too. He loves Graduation. I'm late registration. He loves Graduation, so we sometimes argue with that, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few people I know that like Life of Pablo. I don't hang out with them that much. <laughs> you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Life of Pablo is not bad. Life of Pablo. Do you also listen to Brock Hampton? I frigging love Brock Hampton. So dope. Like, when I first heard of them, I was just like, what? I was like, where have you guys been all my life? Like, I was... And I mean, they make such dope music, and like I found it super crazy that there was like fifteen of them in the group and stuff. <laughs> There's a bunch. It's insane. There's so many. And then they kicked out Amir, which I I liked Amir, but I I think he had sexual assault cases against him or something like that. So like I actually didn't really look into it too much. So I'm like, yo, you know, if that's going on, then see you later. But like I I I do think he's a talented artist. It just sucks that he had to make those kind of decisions. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like it wasn't like a, a like a super like a, like it seemed like it, it was happening for a while and that the group had to really think about it and really like it doesn't seem like it was an easy decision for the group like it was and it doesn't seem like it wasn't like yeah they they kind of had to I feel like they went the best way with it they didn't like slander his name like super right hard, no know? it wasn't super public either it was like kind of yeah. low key. But like yeah. when you think about it, like his stuff, like most of his stuff on their on their music is like very very dark and like different than what the rest are talking about. Like he talks yeah. about a lot of like, not to say that dark isn't good because like I love that, but like I did notice like he was on a much darker scale than the rest of them. Oh yeah, it was like for sure when I was listening to his music, like some of his verses, I was like like going back and listening to it i was like oh yeah he has like a couple lines where he's like i've done some things in my past and i'm, right? like, oh, I'm like oh damn now i can kind of see what you mean that <laughs> yeah. i had that too i had that like aha moment where i'm like oh damn okay so that's what was going on there yeah 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 damn cool but yeah this was an awesome interview uh thanks for doing this yeah. <laughs> no thank you guys i had a blast i'm really excited so i appreciate you guys reaching what are you eating yeah. Watermelon. Oh, sick, sick. I love watermelon. <laughs> Me and my mom are doing a cleanse, so I've been eating a bunch of fruit, like just like chicken and steamed vegetables at supper, and the rest is like fruit and vegetables. And so, yeah, I've been getting my watermelon in for sure. <laughs> when you lived in Prince Edward Island, do you eat any fish or seafood or anything? Yes. Oh, my God. Of course. Of course. <laughs> what? So don't even play games with my heart. Being in the prairie is going to like... Good, good seafood. Oh my god, dude. Okay, PEI lobster, like East Coast lobster. I swear, I it doesn't get better than that. Like, I love lobster. I will eat like you put like I'll eat like four lobsters. Like I will. You slap those in front of me. I'll eat all that except that the head. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, sweet. Yeah, that was also one of my questions. On <laughs> this lavender. I think I think that is it for our time. Okay. If there is anything that you would like to share with the folks or um, places where people can access you, or your uh, feel free to let, let the folks know. 
Okay, well, I had a totally amazing time on this interview with you guys. You guys rock, and it was great talking to you, so I'd love to do it again sometime. Um, but we'll have to stay in touch, but um, you guys can reach me or, like, see my music on, like, pretty much all streaming platforms, um, listeners. So it's uh, it would be Instagram is at I am Lavender. Um, Facebook, The Lavender Effect, it's called. Uh, and Spotify, iTunes, um, TikTok, I'm all over there too, so. Thanks for listening to 101.5 UMFM. That was an interview with Lavender, PEI, now Nova Scotia-based. Check out our albums Warmth and Raw with Canadian hip-hop legend DJ Moves, formerly of Len. I could say that. Check out www.graffitigallery.ca for any information of Graffiti Gallery or Graffiti Art Programming, our online programming, our classes, so on and so forth, as well as at studio underscore 393 and at Graffiti Arts Prague. Thanks for listening. More songs to come. Have a good night.